Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
Nothing's changed but the age and the address I be And delivery, the sneakers and the strands of my weed So I guess I have changed into the man that you've seen Women wanna drive me crazy, I don't hand them the keys Underground like the pipeline, past tense So here's a hit to raise my lifetime average They perpetrating cause the nighttime's lavish Sipping white wine for that high life status Limelight crashes I just write rhymes, fine line smashes From where flight time happened, I'm Jimmy Jammin' St. Paul, Minneapolis, I'll set a standard Second chance, the resurrection of Ed O'Bannon Eat you alive like Jonah and the whale Walk the road to success for the holiest of grails But for once in my life, I ain't rolling by myself Riding with animals like Noah when he sails Locally minded, into globally grinding Shalom <laughs> What's up, man? Yeah. Matter said I can't be on that, on that heart. Come on. <laughs> and it just so happened I would end up to love me some rapping. Feeling so good just to create and be understood. But hold up, wait. That's not just what we having in. Wishing I could just take it back to win. When I was just practicing But these days chicks actressing Just for a touch to the fame To make associations to your name Backup man When did I become your backup plan? Come on Hands up like a stick up You really need to find another victim Of what you think a goon would be If he drank his espresso Spitting fire holding down his metro Say my name ain't it here it echo Commonly referred to as special Watch me do my thing Wipe my ass with the game Grab a hold of your soul and never let go Music is what's supposed to keep people inspired Keep them seeing this invisible beauty of the mind and spirit Spirit, that's what music is for It didn't originate on this planet, it came from somewhere else Gifts, they give gifts, gifts to this planet The music can do things for you All the way into the world of myth And then you got it made Because you stepped into the realm of impossibility And what this planet needs this point is Or something impossible to have to show a better way Get it like a man like my uncles and Foxwood if they had the chance. 
Or maybe they did it, just couldn't advance Damn more, I can be, I am more than a man Y'all don't understand, gotta get the cheese Like a multiple choice question, and all I see is me Father told me long ago ain't nothing free So I was bumping that cheese like this new gift it's a revolution, so every moment crucial I can never break, you will never see me do so Resolution, I will always be on top like revolution Got the life cause I'ma shine bright Pump the music baby, it's a revolution Feel the music baby, it's a resolution Pump the music baby, it's a revolution Rain in the windshield, the wiper blades Got me dazing off and out of space Working out my next chest move a hole in the game to break through In the meantime, I just grind and pray dues Rhyme and stay true, rather die than shot you Since I was knee high, I shine better than bruise The face and egos are much better than you My flow is clever five, so I can never lose And you know it won't stop Till a brother talking shop In an office with a view And a 30-story block And a pretty girl or two Saying, man, we take your shoes Clever, welcome to the top Cause I need that gravy Checking the room, making sure nobody's shaded Laying in wait, lurking, waiting to play me Gotta pay the bills, gotta feed the baby If getting it in is a sin, Jesus save me Yeah, yeah You been listening to Long Road Home It's DJ Food, Candy Music Quick Hit Hit me on Twitter, at DJ Food Hit Clever, at Clever Shout out to my nigga Jay, still in the studio My nigga Lucci Lou Young Money Cash Money Your number one source for knowledge In the information age High Frequency Radio Network
God. I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation. Here on High Frequency Radio Network, I am your host, So L, and it is an absolute pleasure. The Foundation, where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we're looking to correctly apply that correct information. I want to start off by saying all praises, thanks, honors due to the creator as well as the ancestors. I want to say big up to my big brother, Uncle Yusuf L. <laughs> High Frequency Radio Network creator. Extraordinary. He's the man. He got the plan. Got a lot of y'all lives all in his hands. He's the big brother, Uncle Yusuf L. Shout out to Luke. Make sure you check out Welcome to the Foundation.com. Sign up for the email list. You can check out the PDF section. Get your free learn on. You can find social media, Twitter, Instagram page, Facebook page if you do that dance. As well as you can book a consultation. Also, you can make a donation all from the same spot. That is welcome to the foundation.com. Just how it sounds, no slang, no ebonics. I want to say peace to all the listeners. I want to say peace to all the live listeners, all those live callers, the internet listeners. I want to say peace and special shout out to all my archive listeners, man, and the podcast listeners. I love y'all. And those who share MP3s, you know, some people download the show and just be passing around the, the you know what I'm saying, the, the file. So peace to y'all. I want to see peace to all the trustees and trustee training. So salute. Shout out to y'all. I want to say peace to all those investing in their private education. I also want to say peace to anyone that we've done business with in the private. Anyone who has sent an email or well wishes or some sort of current event, or anyone who is otherwise added to the foundation. How y'all doing? I trust y'all are doing well. Busy day for me. Sorry I got started a little late. Craziness, craziness. Oh, man. But let's get into this, man. We got mad current events, man. We're going to start off with this one, man. Reuters, judge urges House to negotiate with Trump in tax return fight. I don't know if y'all up on this, man, but this is this is with us, man, because, you know, you know, Trump is, you know, he's set up in a certain structured format. And, you know, specifically, these tax returns are private, man. They're not going to come out and straight up say that. Um, those, you know, you got attorneys, you got people with law degrees and stuff like that that don't understand constitutional law and don't understand, you know, uh jurisdictions outside of commercial jurisdictions or the specific jurisdiction that they understand to be, you know, uh, city or, you know, state jurisdiction, man, you know, article one, bottom line is what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So you got, you got attorneys, man. And you got, you even have people in Congress. You got people in, you know, that don't know this stuff. They just don't know it. And Due to the fact of their ignorance, even people with law degrees are ignorant to certain types of law. And this this is what I'm saying. So a U.S. judge today told lawyers 
before the House of Representatives that it should try to reach a compromise with the Trump administration over access to the president's tax returns, saying the two branches of government are required to at least attempt to make a deal. Agree with your adversary on your way to court? I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that y'all know that people with law degrees don't even know. I'm telling you. Um, quote, I think there should be a way for parties to figure this out, said U.S. District, District Judge Trevor McFadden. This is during an oral argument, adding, it seems to me that there could be some common ground. I like you said common ground. Maybe it's common law. Uh, I don't know, though. The court hearing came in the lawsuit House Committee filed in July in hopes of forcing the Internal Revenue Service to comply with the subpoena requesting President Donald Trump's tax returns. If he's filing trust returns, that's why they've been trying to get this stuff since July, and they're going to continue the House Ways and Means Committee, which oversees tax laws, has said it needs Trump's tax returns to determine if the IRS is properly auditing presidential tax returns in general. In a widely expected move, U.S. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin rejected the demand for the documents, saying the committee lacked sufficient legislative purpose for seeking them. Justice Department lawyers arguing on behalf of Trump administration raised several arguments in today's court hearing for why the case should be dismissed flat out. One of their arguments was that McFadden cannot hear the case until the House and the White House have earnestly tried to negotiate a compromise. U.S. courts have held that the U.S. Constitution imposes an implicit, implicit excuse me, requirement on Congress and the White House to attempt to resolve disputes over access to information before asking judges to rule. Here, that just happened. This is Stephen Myers, a Justice Department lawyer, suggesting there might be other in- information the House could seek besides Trump's tax returns to assist it in examining the, how the IRS audits presidents. Um, Megan Barbaro, Laura Barbaro? Barbaro. I tried, man. If one of those ain't right, I'm sorry. A lawyer for the House argued that further negotiation would be pointless. The House committee believes it needs to see Trump's tax returns, and the Treasury Department has made it clear it will not produce them. Barbaro said, why is the Treasury Department not producing the tax returns? Maybe because they're private. It is clear the parties are at an impasse. A. Barbaro said, Common ground, huh? I don't know. Let's go to Reuters. Exclusive U.S.-China trade deal signing could be delayed to December. A meeting between the United States President Donald Trump and Chinese President Xi Jinping. I tried. To sign a long-awaited interim trade deal could be delayed until December as discussions continue over terms and venue. A senior official of Trump administration told Reuters on Wednesday, yo, I'm, that's as far as I'm going to go on that one. But y'all need to be paying attention to this trade war. My mentor, well, let me say, my geopolitical mentor, who is ex-Army intelligence, he told me this trade deal probably ain't going to pop. And they're just going to drag it out. And I mean, I'm not going to repeat on the air what the dude be saying. I think it's a little extreme. Um, but it's not that doesn't mean that I don't necessarily believe it to be true. Let's move forward. Uh where am I at? Man, we I'm trying to get through all these. Um where we at? Bloomberg. Consumer still strong even with quote anxiety. This is Lending Club CEO. 
consumer spending continues to drive the U.S. economy. They're letting us know up front. Consumer spending continues to drive the U.S. economy, even amid hints of inconsistency in the broader economy, according to Chief Executive Officer of Online Personal Loan Company Lending Club Corporation. Quote, while the consumer remains strong, there's volatility and a bit of anxiety, end quote. CEO Scott Sanborn said in a phone interview after the company posted earnings, consumers haven't yet felt the impact of trade tensions, he added, but they may if higher tariffs start to bite. Big banks, sorry, big bank results last month showed vigorous consumer spending with CEOs, including J.P. Morgan Chase's Jamie Dimon calling the consumer, quote, healthy. And Bank of America Corp. getting an upgrade on consumer strength. Analysts called credit cards a bright spot in earnings. That contrasted with the slower commercial lending as per American Express Company earnings and a recent Federal Reserve loan officer survey. Um, what happens if people start wising up? I mean, you know, I'm sure, you know, most of y'all are already in the process or close to the process of, you know, going private and then going private, you know, our spending habits change. Um, They have to. And in those spending habit changes, we, we tend to stop dealing with consumer products as much as we, we typically do. So, you know, people stop spending, man, what's going to happen? Consumers are driving their American economy right now. America's housing crunch is so bad it may hurt city bond ratings. So we're just going to figure out ways that we can talk about why possibly city bond ratings may be hurt. Has nothing to do with anything else. We're just going to pin it on this. Not only is the shortage of affordable housing and a number of homeless on America's streets a social and public policy crisis, it's increasingly becoming a risk for municipal bond buyers as residents excuse me, of high-cost cities struggle to make ends meet. Home prices are up 33% nationwide over the past five years, and the homeless population increased in Los Angeles, New York City, and the Seattle metro area between 2014 and 2018, according to the report from Moody's Investor Service. Failure to deal with these changes puts local governments' bond ratings at risk as residents move to cheaper jurisdictions, spend less, and use more social services. It's an issue that has a growing importance for investors in the $3.8 trillion municipal bond market, especially those with long-term horizons like life insurance companies. That's because bad economic development policies and housing stresses can factor into decision to buy a bond or not. This is James Lyman, Director of Research for the Municipal Fixed Income Team at Newberger Berman. We want to say, quote, this has been evolving more quickly as a credit factor in recent times, end quote. Lyman went on to say, it really depends on the type of client, the duration of the bond you're buying, and the speed at which the problem is evolving. Y'all check that out. Maybe it's important to you. Maybe it's not. Asia markets, I'm sorry, Asia Asia Pacific markets mixed amid potential delay in U.S.-China trade deal. SoftBank drops more than 3%. 
Investors watch for market reaction to overnight developments on U.S.-China trade. Following reports, U.S. Donald Trump, my bad, U.S. President Donald Trump and Chinese President Xi Jinping will likely not meet to sign a trade deal. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Um, I got a lot of stuff, got a lot of stuff. Got a lot of stuff. Let's get back, let's get back. Let's talk about some stocks. Flood of trades sends Uber to record low as insiders allowed to sell. <laughs> Uber technology stock dropped 3% to a record low in its busiest trading session since the ride-hailing company's Wall Street debut as employees and early investors on Wednesday became free to sell their shares. Over 110 million shares worth around $3 billion have been traded at midday, second only to the 186 million shares exchanged in Uber's first session on the stock market on May 10th. The majority of Uber's 1.7 billion outstanding shares were restricted from trading until Wednesday, a so-called lockup period intended to avoid an avalanche of sales for the newly public company that could have undermined the stock price. I mean, they just want anyone people to know the real value of this stuff, man. Let's just be honest. Uh, founder stock, man, as soon as the, the, the stock goes public, as soon as the, the company goes public, founders are looking to sell their shares. It don't, we don't care if it goes, you know, public at $2, $10. Really, we don't care because we're getting the stock for like pennies on a dollar. You know what I'm saying? Like pennies. So we don't really care. We just want to go public because when it goes public, it's going to be valued and then we sell, but they, they put these restrictions in, and I think that was smart. With, men, with Wednesday's loss, Uber has fallen more than 40% since its IPO as the company, which lost $1.2 billion in the September quarter, struggles to win investor confidence. Oh, man. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Reuters, Wall Street ends near flat. Healthcare shares gain, but trade deal delay weighs. U.S. stocks ended little change today as a report on the U.S.-China trade deal. We all know the NASDAQ broke three-day string of record closing highs, and the Dow barely snapped its two-day run of record highs. A senior official of the Trump administration told Reuters a meeting between U.S. President and the Chinese President to sign a long-awaited interim deal could be delayed until December. That renewed worries over how long the trade war may continue and cause stocks to trade lower. Dang. Check this out. We're getting towards the end of these current events. I think I like these, though, man. Like These are good current events. Reuters, U.S. productivity drops by the most since fourth quarter of 2015. American workers were unexpectedly less productive during the third quarter with growth in their output failing to keep up with hours worked. The Labor Department said today non-farm productivity, which measures hourly hourly output per worker, fell at almost 3%, the biggest decline in almost four years. The last drop of that size was 2015. The decline might set back the prospects of a pickup expected by some economists in the trend growth rate for productivity following 2017 tax law changes partially aimed at fostering investment. Analysts expected the growth of 9% during the quarter. 
So there. <laughs> oh man, that's too bad. Part of the surprise owes to a modest upward revision in the Labor Department's estimate for productivity growth during the second quarter. With the revision, labor productivity was 1.4% higher in the third quarter. So they put out these numbers and then they just come back and revise them, you know what I'm saying? They updated the limitations on contributions to 401k. And I'm trying to, the limitation to finding the contribution penalty, that's a 415, 415, 402. I'm going to have to look at this, man. Let me get back to y'all on that. Let me write down. All right, next. Reuters. Now, let me jump on this one first. Um, income tax brackets. There's new income tax brackets. Um, if you make zero to $9,700 a year, the income taxes as an individual, single individual, from zero dollars to nine thousand seven hundred is ten percent. From nine thousand seven hundred one dollar to thirty nine thousand four hundred seventy five is twelve percent. And then from thirty nine thousand four hundred seventy six to eighty four thousand two hundred is twenty two percent. And that's probably going to be most of us. The standard deduction has also increased for twenty nineteen rising to 12,200 for single filers. Married joint filers will be eligible to, for 24,400 standard deduction and increase from 24,000 in 2018. Ooh, 400 bucks. Meanwhile, heads of household, that is filers who are single parents are getting a $350 boost to their standard deduction, personal exemptions, which were limited for 2018 through 2025 as part of the tax cuts and job acts will remain at zero. Tax time is coming up, y'all. Handle your business if you have to. CVS to close 22 drugstores next year. I find this significant. CVS says it will close 22 underperforming drugstores early next year. The company shuttered 46 drugstores earlier this year. Walgreens, on the other hand, is closing 200 stores. The locations were not disclosed. The company recorded $96 million impairment charge on its third quarter earnings related to, to 22 stores. It recorded $135 million charge in first quarter due to the 46 stores it closed during the second quarter. Quote, we believe these decisions will generate enhanced longer-term performance. This is the CFO, Eva Barato. Our real estate footprint remained very productive, and we will look for opportunities to further improve the performance in our portfolio. Drugstores are under threat as consumers buy more pharmacy items online and new companies sell prescription drugs online. For example, Costco and Instacart announced a plan to test free one-hour prescription deliveries in California and Washington. Mm. I'm going to stop there. I'm trying to get to this show. <clears throat> Where are we at? Stock is all weird, right? But, yo, check it out. Um, the trade war, don't worry about it. Stocks are dropping. But um, Bloomberg says the powerfully bullish sell-up setup fuels year-end optimism in stocks. 
U.S. stocks are having a great 2019, and for some strategists, the pieces are in place for even more gains into the end of the year and beyond. Nomura Securities Internationals, Charlie McElligot, Elegant, in a note Tuesday, suggested gains of 3% in November and December were possible. A good year tends to see continued strong performance the final two months of the year. In fact, when the S&P 500 has been up 20% or more for the year heading into usually bullish November, stocks have dropped. I'm sorry, stocks have never dropped in November, while December also has tended to see strong upward bias. Jump into it. Jump in the stock market, y'all. Man, do your dance. Do your dance. Stock markets, man. Come on, let's do it. I'm putting all my money in stock market tomorrow. I'm just playing. I'm lying. Gold prices edge up on U.S.-China trade deal jitters. Correlation. Gold prices firmed today, slightly recovering from a 2% decline in the previous session as doubts about the breakthrough in the U.S.-China trade deal buoyed demand for safe haven metal. Investors now await new developments on the talks after reports says China and U.S. will be pushing the meeting possibly till December. The fact that China is stepping up and saying before we sign anything, we are looking for rollbacks and tariffs, which brings into question whether the previous statement that a phase one deal could be signed in November has any validity. If China is going to be unwilling to sign anything without rollbacks, that once again brings what could be a bone of contention to the potential for signing the phase one deal. Global equities steadied today, a day after the NASDAQ and Dow Jones industrial average hit new record peaks as traders, traders continue to watch incoming economic data and awaited new developments from trade talks. There is a slight shift. It's a slight shift into risk-off assets such as gold, as industrial productivity in the U.S. surprisingly fell while the dollar index has weakened as well. Supporting the bullion, said Felipe Strebel, senior commodity strategist at RJO Futures. Dang. Y'all can get your hands on. Man, we we need to be buying gold. You can buy gold in as little as a tenth of a gram. Getting our hands on silver as well. Last but not least, Reuters dollar to stay mighty for another six months at least. Hold on, what? Dollar to stay mighty for another six months at least. I'm going to read that one more time. Dollar to stay mighty for another six months at least. Y'all catch that? The dollar's persistent and confounding strength will continue well into next year, and even if a partial U.S. trade deal is not signed, it will at most knock the currency by 1% to 2%. In the immediate aftermath of Reuters' poll found, renewed hopes for the world's two largest economies were taking steps towards ending the 16-month trade where it pushed global stocks close to record peaks and Wall Street to all-time highs. That risk on attitude has led the U.S. dollar index to post its first monthly loss since June. But it's still up nearly 2% year to date, so don't worry. Don't worry. Currency speculators have bought into the optimism and parred their bullish bets on the greenback, taking the total value of the net dollar long position to its lowest in over two months. But that sell the dollar trend was not expected to continue, according to analysts in 
an October 31st poll. We are fearful. This optimism about trade won't last. I think you've got to ask the question about phase two of the trade deal and how difficult it really will be to try and get through some of the more controversial parts of the disagreements. This is Jane Foley, senior currency strategist at Rabobank. She went on to say, we do anticipate we will have more risk aversion and we could have another round of movement out of emerging markets and back into the dollar, say in the next three to six month horizon. Nearly two thirds of the 56 analysts who answered an additional question said the dollar's dominance would run out as soon as the next six months. And a quarter expected the currency to remain strong for more than two years. Uh, mixed signals, y'all, y'all, y'all feeling these mixed signals? I'm not. I'm not. Basically, what you're saying is everything is all good, but it's not good at all. That's what I'm getting. So, that's it. You know, for current events, y'all. Let's jump on into this. The foundation. Three key rules of of a successful trustee. I appreciate y'all being here. I really do. Been doing this show for a long time. And, um, you know. Every time, every time I jump on this and I look in the switchboard and I see how many people are looking or, you know, I log in to blog talk and see all the numbers for the previous shows, I'm very humbled. So I thank you. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. The other reason why I'm doing this. So the three three keys of a successful trustee. Now, look. Yeah, yeah, okay, man, so what? Okay, so maybe I'm getting into trust philosophy at this point. Is it really philosophy if you've actually done these things and found success in it? Maybe. But nonetheless, in my opinion, there are three keys or three key rules of a successful trustee. Just just three. But, you know, for most people, it's, it's a little tough. Um... I want to go over those three keys, if you don't mind, and hopefully provide, you know, a little bit of understanding with regards to, you know, what we need to be thinking about and what we need to be striving towards, what characteristics we want to be adopting, uh, what methods do we want to be implementing, what mind state do we want to be exercising when it comes to being a successful trustee. So, you know, here we go. I do want to start off and be like, you know, <laughs> um, exclusivity is the name of the game. I'm just going to say it like that. Exclusivity in the sense that, man, not everything is for everyone. Would you not agree? You know, not, you know, some people like country. Some people is not for them. Some people, you know, they like strawberries some people they just don't like strawberries not everything is for everyone and as such being a trustee isn't for everybody this is be this is be honest a lot of people fall in love with the so-called benefits 
And I say so-called because, you know, there are real benefits to being a trustee. I mean, a plethora of benefits. But there are also a lot of responsibility and liability that comes along with being in that, you know, fiduciary capacity. So it's not for everyone. Not everyone has the mind state, the lifestyle, so on and so forth. But I want to speak on some, some of these things so that, you know, if you recognize these in yourself, and you're moving towards being a trustee, moving towards moving private, moving towards getting just getting away from all this these public entities and all these public laws with regards to you know your estate and your stuff basically, um, and getting more into you know uh, a private uh, structural uh, type of you know situation. And you know if you don't recognize any of these in yourself. You know, maybe you need to take a real deep look at yourself, you know, which most people we don't really talk about. We don't really get into, you know, this. We live in the world of the selfie where we take. I'm not going to say we because I don't do selfies, man. I don't really do pictures too much, man. But we live in the world of the selfie where, you know, people take 100 photos, man, use all types of filters and then only post two to social media because those are the best ones. Everybody's really trying to look for the best angle, the best angle of the cameras. The best angle of the explanation of a situation, the the best um, angle to describe a conflict to where, you know, if I'm describing it from this specific angle, I may be able to project, you know, my responsibility or my fault in the situation onto someone else. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm describing it from a different angle. I think it's important to be able to look at ourselves. Um, if you're going to be a robot, be a robot. Bottom line is, if you're not able to realistically and honestly look at yourself in the mirror, so to speak, um, you're not going to be able to address the things that need to be addressed because you are not even going to acknowledge that anything needs to be addressed. And that's a little drastic, a little extreme, but... You know, a lot of people have fragile egos and, you know, just don't want to hear it. So, number one, I'm going to just jump into it, man. Um, number one, hands down, is honor. You have to be honorable, man. You have to be honorable, woman. You have to be honorable. And, you know, ultimately, what does honor mean? You know, stay in honor at all costs. So, what does that really mean? A, you don't lie. And lying is hard not to do, you know, if you really were honest with yourself about how many times a day you actually told a lie and a lie is something that you say that is not true, <laughs> not, oh, that's my opinion or no, like it's straight up not true. If you really took stock to, to how many lies you told on a daily basis and if you really um, observed um, like realistically observed how many times you lied on a daily basis I believe everyone would be embarrassed and ashamed because I, I, I know for a fact we lie um, subconsciously and we also lie uh, what's the word uh, man I'm drawing a blank live on the air we also lie um, like little, really, really small lies, quick lies. Um, how are you doing today? I'm good, and I'm and I'm not good. I'm not. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just not good. 
I'm really being specific and you'd be like, oh, he's being petty. Um, don't nobody want to hear if I'm doing, if I'm not doing well. Hey, look, it's a lie. Um, being honorable means you don't lie or that if you feel that you need to lie, you just don't say it. Hands down. The way I look at it, every time I lie, it's a mark on my soul. Spirit, whatever you want to call it. It's a mark. Everything is being recorded. You know what I mean? Like my life is <laughs> my life. I believe my life is the equivalent to words on the page of creation or existence or something, you know, in the book, you know, we, we are the living word or you know, whatever, man. Look, every time I lie, it's a negative mark on me, not on to the person I'm lying to on me. It's disrespectful to the person I'm lying to, but it's not a negative mark on them. I don't, I will, I do not lie because I am not fearful of anyone that I talk to. I'm not fearful that you're going to beat me up. I'm not fearful that you're going to think about me in a, in a way that I don't want you to think about me. And I'm not fearful about any reaction. I'm not. I, I fear nothing. There's nothing that you can do to me. There's nothing that you can take from me. You don't pay my bills. You don't pay my rent. Why would I lie to you? I'm not going to lie to you. And to me, that's just an uh, a position of honor. It, it, it goes against my honor to tell a lie to you. I don't. Who are you? Why am I going to think of a lie and not speak truth? Because I'm sitting there talking to you, and, I, and that's hard for people to think. You know, kind of you know, change your mind state and think of it like that. But I think you really should. I really think you should. And it's not like, ooh, ooh, I'm, I'm, you know, Soat said he ain't going to lie to me because I'm not worth it. Nah, man, look, it's not about ego. It really isn't. It's, a, it's about honor. It's about honor. Hey, man, what did you say? If I said it, I'm not going to say I did it. He, if he asked me to repeat myself, that don't mean I got to repeat myself. But I ain't going to say, oh, man, I ain't say it. I don't care. The, the police pull you up. You know, I pulled you over. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tell the truth. I actually have no idea. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I might have an idea, actually. That that might be a lie. I might have my idea, but I really don't know. Um, Some of those guys say, do you have any idea why I pulled you over? My response is a couple. I mean, it could be one of many. I'm not really sure. I wasn't trained, so, you know, I don't know. But I can still not give information I don't want to give without lying to the to the dude. You know what I'm saying? And it's not about him. It's not about, ooh, I'm going to respect him, so I'm not going to lie to him. It's not about that. And I think that's where the false understanding came into play with most of us. Ooh, you respect me, don't lie to me. So, if, ooh, if I lie to you, then it's because I don't respect respect you no if i lie to you it's because i don't respect me if you when you lie to someone you're disrespecting yourself hands down you're disrespecting yourself more than you're disrespecting them it's your word it's your honor integrity what is the integrity of your words and i'm gonna I'm use this under honor i got some subtitles under number one which is honor which is integrity 
Have some integrity, man. Most people don't have integrity, man. Look it up if you don't know what it means. But it's it's very important. Um, with honor, as an honorable noble, I do my best to overpromise. I mean, underpromise and overdeliver. A lot of people like to talk. Oh yeah, man, I do this and I can do that and. Oh man, you know, I'm just a man and you know, I did blah blah blah. And I'm like, all right, cool, cool. And we, you know, we, we step into a transaction or into a situation and it's not at all how it was described. Not at all. So I'm dealing with a lot of people who overpromise, man, they run a mouth, man, high level finesse. Overpromise and underdeliver. Like I'm waiting on them. They say, Oh, I'm gonna get this to you on Wednesday. I don't hear from them on Wednesday. I'll get it done on Tuesday. I don't hear from him on Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Like that, yo, that speaks to your integrity and your honor. And as a trustee, you have to understand that you are a representation of a family name, man. It's not just you, fam. Your actions and inactions reflect on your estate, which is a bunch of people, or it should be. And not only do you dishonor yourself, you dishonor your family name. And does it sound corny? But it's true. People, myself, I look at people and, you know, I look at them and be like, dang, you know, dude over here acting like this, talking to me like that, man. I mean, dang, I wonder if there's people in in the family that would be embarrassed right now seeing this. Over here cutting up. Good word. No one has a good word. Who's... How can you be good on your word? No one is good on their word. You know what I'm saying? Most people, I'm not going to say no one. Most people are not good on their word. A trustee must be good on their word. Must be, no matter what. And if if the situation changes, a trustee gives notice. If, if I give my word that I'm going to do a certain thing on a certain day and something happens that I cannot do a certain thing on a certain day, I'm going to contact the person that I gave my word to as soon as I learn of it. And let them know, hey, man, I can't do this on a certain day at a certain time. Now, there's times where I don't write things down or I forget. And we can talk about that being dishonorable. Ultimately, it is. I'm not even going to, you know, you know, try to sidestep the issue. But overall, in my overall behavior, I believe and feel that most people see me as honorable. And if I mess up here and there, they understand it and be like, well, you know, he's human. You know, he can't do everything all the time. And, you know. Because overall, I'm an honorable individual. And my word is good. My word is good because I work on my word being good. Your word must be good. This is under honor. Your word, you cannot be saying things and don't follow through. I mean, you can, but that's not the key of a successful trustee. It's not. And if you do these things in your personal life, you're going to do it in your, in your professional life. It carries over. I know Job said check your personal stuff at the door when you punch in, but you know you'd be talking at on break about personal stuff. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? We'd be texting. It, you know, personal, it bleeds over. We live in this in a society right now where private information is blasted all in the public via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. People be checking in. I'm here eating, and then they take a picture of their food. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, they, they, they at or tag who they're with. And, you know, I mean, come on, man. And then you're going to get in an argument with your significant other and do a Facebook post and have people commenting and then cussing out the commenters who ain't it. Look, man, 
I'm embarrassed. And I don't like it when I'm told, oh, you're different. Oh, you're not like the others. Oh, we can deal with those like you. I, like a back, backhanded compliment. Because we, we're not good for our word. Most of us aren't good for our word, man. We're not. Let's just be honest. And that's what I'm saying. In order to do this, in order to be a successful trustee, you need to be able to look at yourself in the mirror, man. You need to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and be honest with yourself and own it. Own it when you mess up or when you messed up. Own it. You you also got to not run away from the negative feelings that you feel when you own that you messed up. Oh my God, I don't, it doesn't, I don't feel good. So, uh, you're not going to be a successful trustee doing that. Tell the truth. It's amazing. I tell, you know, fellas, fellas, man, I'm going to digress just a little bit, fellas, fellas, brothers. It is amazing what a woman will tolerate if you just tell her the truth, fam, and don't lie to her. Sisters, it is amazing what a man will tolerate if you just let him know. Yo, if I meet you on the first date, I don't know you, son. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo. How you doing, whatever, my name is blah, 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 I'm so L, you know what I'm saying? Well, what do you do? You know, I'm a private consultant, I focus most primarily on corporate structure and wealth management. You know, that's nothing, it's boring, nah, whatever. What about, just talk about you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you straight up, hey, you know, it, you know I, I, I fart in the bed. If you don't like it, man, move around, I'm not going to get attached to you, and then I fart in the bed, and then you, now you're out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, now I miss you. Because you don't want to be around me. Look, I'm going to let you know. Like, if I fart in the bed, like, look, I fart in the bed, man. Just so you know. And I'm, I'm going to take a bite of my sandwich and chew it and look you dead in the face and watch your reaction. Straight up. Like, I don't. Why lie? Why? 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 I just don't get it, man. I just don't get it. It is amazing. It is amazing. Because when you lie, you take away people's choice. You're really messing with someone's free will. Especially in interpersonal relationships. And that goes with business as well. When you lie, you take away my choice. Because if you tell me the truth, I can make a choice. I can be like, yeah, I'm down. I can work with that. Or I can be like, no, 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 I don't do that. But if you lie to me and then it comes out later in the situation, now I'm upset. Now I don't trust you. And you took away my choice. Not because I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't, I'm not going into business with Unifufu who can't add one and two to and he over here handing me paperwork that someone else did, making it look like he's more proficient than he is. I wouldn't have went into business with this fool. Now I'm upset, angry, and I've wasted a bunch of my time. And regardless if you're talking about business, regardless if you're talking about relationships, regardless, regardless of what you're talking about, if you're not being honest, you're playing yourself. You're living a lie. You're living a, your, your life is a lie, fam. How did I, I mean, I don't get it. Let me get off that. Honor. Number one is honor, y'all. Honor. Look it up. Integrity. Honesty. Honor. Number one is honor. Number two, knowledge. Straight up. 
And I don't mean, ooh, hold up, let me go get my 12 steps pamphlet. And I'll tell you in a minute. Give me like 30 seconds to find it in my pamphlet. Nah, fam, no. Knowledge that comes from years and years of study and applying knowledge that is acquired through study. So not only years and years of studying, but also years and years of applying. And I know a lot of us, we, one of the hardest things to do is get started because the, the achievement that we're looking to execute seems so far off. So it ends up allowing us to put it off, put off the beginning of, you know, executing the achievement, regardless of what the achievement is, which is all bad. It's one of the worst things you could do. Knowledge, the acquiring of knowledge, proper knowledge, and applying of knowledge is very important. I do not care how many letters are behind your name. You have learned what is called controlled knowledge. It is what the elites in this country and the founding fathers want you to know. True knowledge is such knowledge that is learned outside of the public school system and sometimes outside and most times outside the private school system. And this is important. It's important to understand. I don't, when I say knowledge, I don't necessarily mean go to college. I don't know necessarily mean not go to college. Knowledge, you can go to college and take a paralegal class and become become a paralegal. You ain't got to cert- get certified and you know, get in the paralegal society and pay the dues and all that stuff, but you can definitely take the class. You can take um, um, the classes at college to get your law degree, a degree in law. It doesn't mean you have to get your bar card and practice law, but you can have a law degree. You can take a class on accounting and at least, at the very least, learn how to do the estate's books as best as you can before you hand them off to any type of outside preparer outside of the private estate so that you can mitigate or minimize risk with regards to errors. Knowledge with regards to reading um, Supreme Court cases as to the treatment and specific classifications of certain entities that we call trusts. Continuing knowledge, learning, understanding the the broad implications of trustee administration as well. I mean, sorry, as well as the required, continued required gaining and applying knowledge. As far as it's concerned, the purpose of the specific trust that you're dealing with, if it's a business trust and you're dealing in real estate, maybe you want to take a real estate class. Maybe you want to take a, you know, one of those general contractors classes. Maybe you want to take um, a course on being an inspector or maybe you want to take a course on being uh, an appraiser. You know, any of these things, the more knowledge that you know about the specific field that the trust is doing business in that you administer the more effective 
of a fiduciary you are with regards to the entity. Knowledge consists of beginning to build your family law library. It starts with your first Black's Law Dictionary or Bouvier's Dictionary. The acquiring of knowledge. Let's say that you are in drop shipping. Your your company is drop shipping and that's what the trust does, some sort of drop shipping or only purchases, you know, um shares of companies who drop ship. Well, part of your knowledge base should be guess what? <laughs> right. How to drop ship. How to market um products, services, maybe you want to take a marketing class or a course. Maybe you want to take a Photoshop class or something like that. So you can do you can do your own, you know, little memes that you post on, you know, the company social media page. The more knowledge that you acquire for the specific field and the ancillary dealings of that field such as social media maybe coding so on and so forth the more efficient your administration becomes the more valuable you are to the estate as well as the least uh, the lesser of the amounts of expenses that are going out to individuals outside of the private estate who have the knowledge that you do not have as a trustee I feel that it is inherently irresponsible to just get um, in a position to be a trustee and willy-nilly just start delegating authority through contracts of public individuals to handle all, or if not the majority, of the overall administration of the private estate. So basically you're just throwing money at everything. You're not learning anything. And you're doing maybe not, but you're you know you're looking to find people who know more than you and pay them to do something that you could do yourself. It's not a recipe of success. Your expenses are going to be through the roof. You need to expand your knowledge. YouTube is a great look. My daughter has a you know my my daughter has a vehicle. You know what I'm saying. It's an American vehicle. I don't usually do American, you know, um, passenger cars, automobiles, private motor conveyances. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't usually do American. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's my daughter. I wanted to have this big boat. And American vehicles, you know, you, you get into the GM brands and stuff. They be having these big cars, man. These boats, you know, made, made of steel and stuff. Very safe, in my opinion. So, you know, um, a headlight went out and a taillight went out. Um, Crazy thing is, man, to change the taillight, you know, you got to undo like three bolts. You got to like, I got to pull out the liner of the trunk. I got to open the trunk, pull out the pins of the liner on that corner of the trunk, undo three bolts and pull the entire taillight off of the car for real. And then pull the wire out and replace the bulb. It is ridiculous. I've, oh, my God. It's stupid. So I, I do that. I've done that before. I did it, like, when I first got her that that, uh, that car. 
So, you know, it was summertime. It was really nice outside. So I had no problem with it. And, I, you know, whatever. It wasn't like raining or nothing. It wasn't the fall where it's super raining or winter when it's super raining or anything like that. But it was it was it was gorgeous. So the headlight, you know, the headlight went out. So I went and did I did the taillight because I'm, I'm I know that. And then I went to the headlight, man. And man, look, I opened the hood. Yo, it looked like I was gonna have to take the whole housing out again, right? And I'm like, man, you know what? And I started thinking, like, you know what? I'm just going to have to expense it. You know, family, uh, you know, family trust expense. I got to bring this in. I mean, and I started justifying it in my mind. Listen, I'm telling you all the truth, man. I started justifying in my mind. Well, the car needs to be serviced anyways. It might need motor mounts. So I'm justifying why I'm going to pay some extra money out of that money that's not technically mine. It technically is not mine. It's not mine. <laughs> it doesn't belong to me. Um, due to my lack of knowledge. Right? What I'm I'm not telling y'all no lie. I came in the house and looked on YouTube. Man, you know there was this dude on YouTube with his camera phone. And I hate videos, man, where people are holding their phone, you know, uh vertical. You know what I'm saying? Because like, you know, then you got this vertical even if you you know, if you widescreen it, it's still vertical in the man, that's it drives me insane, man. Then that's the way the dude made the video, you know what I'm saying? I watched a couple of videos before this one, and they was talking about taking the whole thing off. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. I checked another video. I didn't give up. And I'm getting into number three as well, but this is still knowledge. I didn't give up. I checked another video. Dude had it. It was still, you know, pan. it wasn't panoramic. What's the other word? Uh, is it photo? I don't know. Whatever, man. Um, but uh, you know what, man? Dude jumped on. It was two like a two and a half minute video. Dude jumped on. With his camera phone, man, do you know this dude got on his back and slid under the car? On Didn't put the car on no jacks or none. This is the exact same car my daughter has. Slid under the car, and with his camera, showed where you changed the bulbs, man. It was right there. All I got to do is get on my back, slide under the car, and reach my hand up. He showed in the room. There's so much room under there. You can get both your arms up there. And and it was it, he made, he showed how easy it was. Now, I saved... The estate money by going in the house and pulling up YouTube and doing some simple research, clicking a mouse, man. I could have jumped on the game. I could have, you know, there's so many things that I could, I could have, I could have put on a show, you know. Uh, I could have did so many different things, you know what I'm saying? But I went to gain some knowledge on the situation I was dealing with. And in that situation, I gained knowledge. Didn't cost me anything, but a little bit of time. And I saved. I know that because these GM cars, man. I know I saved the estate at least. Let's just say a hundred bucks. That stuff adds up. A hundred bucks, hundred bucks, hundred bucks. It adds up. Um, it really does. So knowledge number two, three key rules of a successful trustee. Knowledge. You got to have knowledge. You have to be continually acquiring knowledge. It doesn't stop. Your learning doesn't stop. It doesn't. And when people know that you study, they start helping you study. Man, my homeboy B, man. Oh, man. <laughs> man, and I appreciate this, fam. You know, if you're listening, you're my you family, you're my brother, man. I don't know how he did this, man. He got a hold of some attorneys, man. And my man, because he know I study. My man got me the entire volume of Corpus Juris Secundum. 
All of them. If you look online, that stuff's over $20,000, man. Because he knows I study. He knows I'm actively seeking knowledge. He came across it. He saw it and was like, ah, who could use this? And he thought of me. I was. He said I was the first person that came to his head. And that's due to the fact that he knows I'm always seeking knowledge. I'm one of the first people to say, hey, man, I could be wrong. My ego's not in this, man. I think one of the biggest things with regards to being successful is getting your ego out of it. A lot of people don't want to be entrepreneurs because they don't like the word no. Go and ask somebody for help. Hey, you want to buy this? Could you help me with this? And they hear no, and they get defeated, deflated, and they go home and cry and sit in the corner like a little child. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you're going to be a trustee, you're going to be in a private, you got to get used to hearing no. No is great. I love hearing no because I know that I'm not wasting my time. And I know that I need to move on and find something somewhere else. No doesn't hurt my feelings. I don't like you doesn't hurt my feelings. Look, it's none of my business what you think about me because if it was, I'd be able to read your mind. The fact that I cannot, it's none of my business. So I do not concern myself with what you think about me. I appreciate when people say, hey, man, I appreciate you. You're helping me out. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But if you were like, yo, so you a piece of F, man. You know what I'm saying? You blah, 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 black bird. That's what's up, man. Enjoy yourself. I'm not, I'm, man, look. Ego is constricting. Your ego chains you down. Your ego confines you. Your ego limits what you can do. Your ego limits what you cannot do. Pay attention, man. All right, let's jump into number three. Ooh, look at the time. Oh. Oh. I got a bonus for y'all, too. Number three is consistency, man. Consistency. You got to be consistent. I was saying I watched like four different videos till I got to the right one. I didn't click on one video and then give up and start watching, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? The dude, the Tonight Show dude, Jimmy Fallon. I think that dude's kind of funny. Sometimes I watch the dude on YouTube. They always have clips and stuff. And they got Shaq talking about investment ideas. You know, they be YouTube will like suggest a whole bunch of stuff to you. You know what I'm saying? And if you're anything like me, I have attention deficit disorder. So like I have to kind of, sometimes if I'm in like a certain mood, I got to repeat my, what I'm doing. Like if I'm going to unlock my phone and put the code in, I can unlock my phone, put the code in. And by the time I get the code in, I forgot what I was going to do. It's so annoying. Absolutely annoying. But, you know, I, I, I watched the video. I got a suggestion. Man, I went back to the search, clicked on the next video, watched that. They tried to autoplay, went back. I clicked back button. You know, cons- I was consistent. I'm not, it's not a big deal. It took me five six minutes but it was I was consistent for five or six minutes till I found the answer till I found the knowledge that I was that I was seeking and I mean it's small it's minor but this is a huge deal consistency doing something and being consistent with it whether you're studying whether you're practicing whether you're writing whether you're freestyle rapping, whether you're ice skating, whether you're skydiving, consistently practicing or doing a thing is one of the most important keys to success 
period. Not just a successful trustee or a successful CEO or a successful NBA player. Like consistency is key when it comes to success. Working out. I remember, you know, in my quote past life, but you know, I'm not talking about like a past life. I'm talking about what I did quote for living. You know, business wise before, you know, I transitioned into let's just say a new field. So, you know, that life um I would say is, you know, is my past life. And in my past life it wasn't talent, it wasn't money. I don't think it was looks. I think looks have something to do with it, especially, you know, when you're dealing with entertainment. Um, so maybe. I don't know. But I, there was definitely people that I thought were better looking than me. Um, but definitely people that I thought were more talented than me. There were definitely people that I ran across that had way more bread than I had. Um, there were definitely people that, that I came across that had way more of an entourage or way more people that were invested in their success. There were so many people that I came across that had so much more than me. And if I took that into consideration and just focused on that, I would not have been successful. It's a trick. It's a mind trick. You know what I'm saying? Lower self is always trying to head you off from what your what your higher self is trying to do. Straight up. So if 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 I really took all this into consideration, you know, I wouldn't have been as successful as I was, you know, with entertainment. But one of the biggest things that separated me from everyone else people who had more money, more talent, more push, more marketing, more whatever was I was consistent. I was so consistent. Consistency is like one of my main keys from going from pimp slash drug dealer father, um, bipolar, weird, crazy mother. I'm talking about weird. You know what I'm saying? Like perfect example. Um, my mom one time slapped my brother in the ear because she lied, he lied to her about something. He lied to her because he was afraid that she was physically abused, the brother. You know what I'm saying? She slapped him in the ear, and he told her like later on, like mom, when you slapped me, I heard triples. Because she was like slapped him in the ear and said, "Don't you lie to me again." And he, his version of it was, you know, don't, 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 you, 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 lie, 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 two, 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 me, me, me. He heard triples. Man, when he told her that, she thought she thought that was the fun. Man, you know how many times she repeated that as a joke. You know how many times I had to move when I was a kid? You know, I went to a different high school every year because we were getting evicted and, and all that. You know, Section 8, commodities, government cheese. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about, like, rice and gravy made from a packet that you got from the store that was 34 cents, but you couldn't afford that, so you put it in your pocket and ran out. I remember as a kid, we used to buy the, I mean, not buy, man, I wish. I used to go to the store and steal those little cans of Vienna sausage. Yo, check this out. When I was young, when I was in high school, so my transition from 8th grade to ninth grade in high school, my dad was finally hooked on crack, like, for real, for real. Like, it was all bad. I mean, really, really bad. If anybody who's had a parent who was on crack, you know what I'm talking about? Man, me and my brother used to have, you know, there's these gas stations that have donuts. You know what I'm saying? And they put them out every day, and then they get delivers of these donuts. And people come in in the morning, they get a donut, they get a coffee, and they go on about their day. Well, they throw away the donuts in the afternoon or at night. Me and my brother used to jump in the dumpsters and get the donuts, fam, so we could eat. You know what I'm saying? You ain't tell look. You ain't telling me about poverty. You ain't telling me about tore up family. 
You ain't telling me about my brother murdered himself. My brother killed himself. You ain't telling me my, my sister been on drugs. You know what I'm saying? Been on drugs. My brother was an alcoholic, you know what I'm saying, for a long time. My, my family tore up. The, the only way I was able to get here, where I am right now, I own property, I have publishing, I have companies. Yo, yo, I'm doing good in the community. I'm helping people. I'm taking care of my family. Consistency, man. You know how many times like, someone looked at me and was like, yo, you can't do it. Yo, <laughs> Yo, I got in trouble, man. You know what I'm saying? I had a pro- probation officer. I was going to college, man. I'll never forget this, man. Because, man, there's so many haters in there everywhere. I had this probation officer, man. And he was like, I was going to college. And at the time, um, when I was in college, um, I had to, when I was talking to him, I had a single major, but I ended up getting another major. So I was double majoring in international business and sales and marketing. And he was like, uh, due to your record, um, I think that you should... Uh, really look into doing something beyond what you want to do. I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Uh, with your with your criminal record, you're not you're not going to be able to do anything in the field <laughs> that you want to do anything in." I mean, this is a pro this dude probation, right? He worked for the government, right? Technically, you know what I'm saying? Man, you know, I laughed at that dude. Straight up laughed at him. Was like, man, no offense, man, but you don't know what you're talking about, man. You're not finna tell me about me, about my life, about what I can and cannot do, about who I'm gonna be and what type of success I'm going to have. Yo, weird dude. And that's the thing. You gotta be consistent. Your organization skills have to be off the charts. Consistency. You have to be consistent with your organization. And you're dealing with trust. Trust minutes. Consistent with your trust minutes. Consistent with your contracts. Consistent with your tax returns. Consistent with your investments. Consistency. It's number three, man. Honor, knowledge, consistency. Can't nobody tell me that, oh, just because you poor, you ain't gonna make it. Ha <laughs> ha. You're right. Oh, your your parents did drugs, or you know, your dad's a crackhead. You ain't gonna make it. Ha ha ha. Your mama's crazy. You just get you know. Remember, you know, we do dozens talking about your mom and stuff. Like your mama's crazy. I get mad. That what triggered me because my mom was really crazy, like certifiable. You know? It was hard dealing with it. You ever, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. You go home, you don't you don't even know what mood your parents gonna be in when you get there. So you kind of on the edge and shit, anxious. I've been man to the from the gutter, yo, from the gutter. I'm talking about living in battered women's shelters with my mama. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about foster homes. Foster homes. How many foster homes you been in? So if I could do it, you could do it, man. Look, man, I've been all over the world. I've met all types of people, eating all types of food. I'm from the hoodie hood, man. I used to be embarrassed in seventh grade to bring my friends over because I had roaches, man. I didn't want them to see the roaches, man. And I didn't know if my dad was smoking that day and if he was going to snap and embarrass me. Consistency, man. You can't tell me nothing. None of y'all can tell me nothing. 
Y'all can probably teach me something. But you ain't going to tell me nothing about me and what I can and cannot do. I would, I would hope that you would do your best to adopt this mind state. You are your own worst critic. You are your own worst enemy. You are your own um, retarder when it comes to your progress. It's you. It's not anybody else. It's not your job. It's not your boss. It's not your children. It's not your mom. It's not your husband. It's not your wife. It's not your friend. It's not that hater that cuts you off. Nope. It's you. Unless we can develop honor, unless we can develop our knowledge, and unless we can develop our consistency, we're not going to be able to move out of the situations that we're in. And that's the way it is. It's not because of who your mom is. Not because of where you were born. It's not because you have roaches. It's not because you had to eat government cheese off them big rectangular long blocks. That thing will break your cheese cutter because you know we went to the dollar store, got them little cheese cutters. You know what I'm saying? Break the joint halfway through the block. Constipated for three days because I ate too much cheese because that's all we got because we got commodities and y'all get commodities from the government. Them big cans of juice. Them big like the big you know the big tomato cans. Tomato sauce cans, like restaurants, man, they be having juice in it, man. Like plum juice, man. That stuff was wild. I wouldn't wish that on nobody, man. Nobody. But I also tell you this, you know, it's tore up watching your dad off that stuff. One of the greatest things, though, was being in the south of France on the beach. If I can do it, you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. I came from probably, I would like to, you know, it's more than likely I've come from probably some worse spots than most of y'all. And got through it. And I feel like right before I was about to get rewarded by the universe, throughout my life I was tested. And early on I would make the wrong decisions and suffer the consequences. But I eventually learned to recognize my tests and to be conscious in my decisions to, to deal in honor to apply my knowledge and to remain consistent bonus y'all want a bonus y'all want a bonus key positive mindset straight up a positive mindset don't nobody want to deal with no no sourpuss Susie nobody Nobody wants to deal with a negative Nicholas. I'm not trying to talk to you on the phone. I'm not trying to talk to you in public. I don't want to do business with you. I don't want to help you find your phone that you lost. Like, I'm not trying to help you, man, because you, your energy is just irritating me, fam. I don't know why you have that energy. I didn't do anything to you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to help you. Positive mind state is going to do wonders, man. Walk in there with a positive mind state. Have a smile on your face. Say, hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? I'm man, I'm great. The birds are chirping. The sun's shining. Something. And then try to get the business. All will work out in the end. That's the mind state. It always, yo, yo, are you breathing right now? Are you listening to me right now? Yeah, which means you're alive, right? Which means you're good, pretty much. I mean, it could be better, but you're good, right? Which means everything that happened to you in your life up until today you you made it through it right you handled it right you could have handled it better sometimes but you handled it right 
which means it's more than likely you're going to handle this situation too. It's going to be okay. How many things have you come up against and really tried and not succeeded? Most of us just give up because we don't want to fail because that hurts our ego. Little baby, little little baby ego. Uh, I don't want to fail, so I'm not going to try. Positive mindset kills that. Don't stress. Don't stress. Stress equals waste. You're wasting your time, wasting energy. You know what I'm saying? Do a, do a push-up or something. Man, she all in my ear with that. We got 90 seconds left in the broadcast. If you're online, you want to call in 424-222-5250. Otherwise, you will be cut off. And you have to check out the archive. But yeah, stress equals waste. Stress, you only get one nervous system. Uh, you only get one, man. You know, you can fry it. You can fry it early. I know a lot of people that fried their nervous system, man. Fried it. And now, since you fried your nervous system or you're all soft or whatever, I have to behave in a certain way because you made bad choices. Stress equals waste, y'all. y'all. You don't want to be stressing. And if you feel like you're stressing, man, get some knowledge or work on a plan. Work on a plan to get out of the situation that you're stressing about or... Work on a plan with regards to not putting yourself in a situation again. Either way, it's a lesson. Sitting there, just worrying about it and being consumed with the negative, you're not, it's a waste of your time. So it's, you're wasting your time, man. You're wasting your time. Um, positive mind state. Make, make employees your friends with this trustee stuff, man. You got to make the employees your friends. You got to walk in there, you know, walk into the DMV. You're trying to transfer the title. You're trying to exchange, you know, the title of the vehicle into the trust. And you want to change, you know, the owner, you know, into the name of the trust. You don't walk in there. I'm private. You you ain't got no authority according to the Constitution for the United States and the sovereign citizen and, and Minnesota Rule 220, I'm familiar with the facts. You got to do what I say. Good luck with that. I actually, you know, I find it kind of comical when I'm able to witness some of those situations. I think it's, I think it's quite comical. Because most people don't, you know... Maybe they don't understand or at least don't practice natural law. Man, you get what you put out. Whatever you put out is what you're getting back. I'm making allies of people. I'm going to walk in the DMV and be like, look, look, look. I'm supposed to transfer this title right Here's the title. I got to put it in the name of this trust. You know, I got, uh, they put me on as a trustee. And I'm, I'm very honored because, you know, I need the job. But I don't, <laughs> I kind of probably bit off a little bit more than I can chew. Uh, could you help me out here? I do not want to get fired. What did I just do? I just made a friend. Everybody, we all have been in a situation where we felt we bit off a little more than we can chew. That we felt like we were a little over our head. We've all been in that situation. That's number one. Number two, we all know what it's like to feel like we're going to get fired. Or to be concerned that we're going to get fired. We have bills. We have children. We have responsibilities. We have dependents, man. We can't be doing this stuff, man. And help me out. 
I'm not telling you what you got to do. I'm not throwing paperwork at you that I downloaded off the internet from the government website stating, you know, random statutes of federal law. Spittle at my mouth and corners of my lips. Demanding. I'm not doing that. I'm asking you to do me a favor. Could you do me a favor? I don't want to get fired. Now, we all know what it's like to have a boss. And now I just presented myself as someone who's in over his head, who needs your help because you are the expert here. Please help me not get fired. You're going to get so much more done with that positive mind state. Am I lying? Nah. Bit off a little bit more, I can chew. Trustee administration is trust administration is not to be taken lightly, man. Don't want to get fired. I don't want to get I don't want to get removed as a trustee. Who wants that? I'm based off honor and integrity. I said I know how to trans, uh change the title, change the, the owner on the title. So in order for me to um, be stay good on my word, I'm gonna walk in there with a positive mind state, and I'm going to create some sort of rapport, some sort of camaraderie with me and that employee. I'm gonna tell them this beautiful day, the birds are chirping. How are you? I'm gonna be smiling and all this other stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get quiet, maybe a little little whisper. I, I bit off a little more than I could chew. I don't want to get fired. Could you help me out? You know, look over my shoulder. You know. Make it look like I'm ashamed. We all know what it's like to feel shame. These are things. This this right here, what I'm telling y'all, this little bonus right here, positive mind state, and this specific, you know, uh, methodology that I use. It works. It's worked every time. There's not been a time where it didn't work. Not one time. Um, recently, I was in, uh, you know, I'd be going locally around. To local dealers, you know, uh, purchasing, you know, I usually just go to a new dealer and I purchase an ounce of silver or something like that. This is a dealer that um, I've been to a couple times. Uh, I don't like their prices. I don't like their price scheme too much. But I was in the neighborhood, so whatever. I had some cash in my pocket. You know, I wanted to get rid of these fiat notes. I hate these fiat notes. I get rid of them as soon as I can, but I don't waste them. Definitely invest them. Um, so I pull up in there and I go in there and I ask for help. You know, they buzz me in or whatever. And I get, I'm, I'm being um, helped by this, this woman who's got an attitude. She's not being nice. Um, I don't know what's going on. I, you know, I presume if I get an attitude from someone that I don't know, I just automatically assume it has nothing to do with me. Your life sucks. You don't want to go home. Your cat died, scratched you. You know, I don't know, man. Your, your plumbing is clogged up. You smell like poop. You didn't wipe your butt. I don't know. I just assume it doesn't have anything to do with me. But still, you know, it's kind of an uneasy feeling. You know, I'm a customer. I'm trying to be in there and stuff. So, I, you know, I, I remained in honor, you know. And she quoted me a really high price on this item that I wanted. And I kind of looked at her. You know, I didn't really protest too much. I was like, that seems kind of high. And she, like, really strongly was like, this is the price. We don't negotiate. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I was kind of, I didn't say whoa. But I did kind of, you know, you know how you lean your head back kind of like, uh, kind of, you know. Like, eat. I did that. Well, while she's talking to me, I don't know who it was, but it's a guy that she works with. He's standing next to her. So I was like, you know, um, I pulled out the money in my pocket. 
because, you know, the broke pocket. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I pulled out the broke pocket. Y'all know what I'm talking about, the broke pocket? For y'all don't know about the broke pocket. You got money, you got cash on you. You want to have, like, 10 bucks, 15 bucks, 25 bucks, something like that, in one pocket, right? And then you want to have the rest of your money in another pocket or in another area. So, you know, people rob you or say, hey, can I get some money? You can just pull out the broke pocket and be like, hey, this is all I got. That's a broke pocket. So I pulled out the broke pocket on her, and it was like a dollar or two short. It was a dollar short. That's what it was. It was a dollar short. And I, I really, I'm not going to give you another dollar. I mean, it's the principle, you know, but still no disrespect. But I think the way that she was treating me, and because of my positive mind state, y'all, y'all know what happened? The dude that was behind the counter with her, my man reached in his pocket and pulled out a dollar and gave it to her. Now, if I was in there like, you can't be charging it, and the spot price is this, and, and I think you're being mean to me. Like, man, I don't think I would have got that same situational, you know, uh, experience. But I'm going to tell you something, man. In a world where a bunch of crap is going on and everybody's addicted to drama and everybody's complaining and giving people attitudes and cutting people off in traffic, man, I'd be walking in, be a breath of fresh air to people. I suggest you do the same. It's not about negativity. Positivity runs the world. Negativity runs the, the lower class. Let's just be honest. I love y'all, man. I really do. You know, this is why I do it, man. I, I do it because I love y'all. And you'd be like, oh, man, how you love me? Because you don't even know me. Man, I, I love you because you're, 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 tr- you're, you're attempting in whatever way you're attempting, however, however hard you're going, you know, in, whether it's minor effort or major effort, I love you because you're attempting to learn. And through that learning, you're obviously trying to do better. And I love you for that. I love you because you're my people. Um, I love you because I look at y'all and I see me. I listen to y'all and I hear me. Um, and I love you because y'all hold me down, man. Like straight up. Um, y'all are my y'all are my people. Y'all are my family. I don't really get to you know. My life is it's it's not easy being so ill. You know, um, I get into a room full of people and everybody's focused on me and I got, it's, I don't really have any people that I just kick it with, you know, y'all are my family, y'all are the people I kick it with, y'all are people that hit me up, you press one on your phone, you say thanks so, you, you email me, you say what's up, we're, we're on the same level, we, we, we learning the same stuff, we're, we're, we're here for the same reasons, for family, for privacy, to get free, you know, to get the, to get the beast off our back. Um, because we're burdened, because we're tired, and because we want better. And I love you with with all of the things that you have going on. You choose to at least take time out of your life to learn something on a positive level versus putting your energy into negativity. And if it's only for one two-hour block every single week when you listen to the foundation, it's better than nothing. I love y'all most of all because we're the same. I will never forget where I came from, and I will never forget who my people are. And I never did forget, which was really weird when I started getting really successful because these fools try to do some, you know, some rearranging of my social circles that I really wasn't appreciating. 
And no matter how much money you make, no matter how much stuff you have, no matter how old you are, how, how young you are, you know, we're all, we're all trying to, you know, pretty much do the same thing in life, man. And I love you because I know you're honorable. And only honorable people would listen to the foundation, in my opinion. Or those who are on their path to be as honorable as possible. So, you know, I appreciate y'all, man. You know, I trust that I brought something, you know, to the table this evening. I think, you know, a lot of people talk about trust and, you know, the minutes and the resolutions and the jurisdiction and all the stuff. You know, I don't think enough people talk about the mind state. I don't think enough people talk about, you know, uh, specific keys. I don't think people talk about, you know, how, how to approach an interaction with someone in the public or, you know, how to model the structure of your estate in a way that's most conducive to not only the purpose of your business trust, but also in line of all the other entities um, that you have aligned in your estate. And, you know, y'all get down with what I get down with. Most people I talk to about this stuff, man, within 30 seconds, their eyes just go blank. And most of them, most people will just shake their head and go, huh, and play along. But then there's a few people who just will stop me and be like, man, I don't know what the hell you talk about, man. Just let me go. And I respect <laughs> I respect those people. I mean, I'm passionate about this stuff. Um, you can probably hear it in my voice and stuff when I talk about it. Uh, but I also know the, the value and how powerful this information is because I've utilized it. And I'm continuing to utilize it and continue to see the benefits that are, are much more beyond than I ever could have thought. But they're also very drastically different than what I thought as well. So, y'all my people, man. Love y'all very much. This way, reason why I do this, I got started a little late. Um, uh, should I go to the phone lines? I'm kind of just trying to get up out of here. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna just get up out of here. Um. Don't let nobody tell you about you, man. You hear me? Don't let nobody tell me. Don't let no one tell you about you. You don't have to conform to someone's view of who you should be. Um, we got a lot of bullies out here, you know, and you got a lot of people like who will belittle you and say something slick to you about a certain thing that you like or a certain thing that you're doing because really because they don't share in that habit or whatever and that makes them feel uncomfortable so they want you to stop doing it so they make fun of you or they poke at you or you know they project on you or something like that just recognize what situation that you're in with people don't let people disrespect you man and you ain't got to get violent or ignorant or anything like that you just got to not consent it's amazing how people react when you tell them nah man I don't consent to this this isn't this isn't what I do people just you know it, they they look at me confused, but they stop too. But they're confused. Don't don't let no one tell you what you can and cannot do, and what you are and are not capable of. Don't be ignorant and just be completely cut yourself off to, you know, anyone's opinion about how you, especially if your behavior is having a negative effect on some other people. Man, you gotta really, you know, you gotta listen to that, and you have to ask, also determine and ascertain whether or not that's valid or not. Because a lot of people are out here projecting 
and manipulating through negativity, man. Pay attention. But you know, these people just be vampires, be draining, man. They just try be trying to drain you. And bring you down to the level that they act so they feel more comfortable. Because look, when you move in this information, you're gonna make people uncomfortable. Even if you're not talking about it. Even if you're not talking about it. You're gonna realize that all of a sudden this person is talking mess about me. Or this person's talking behind my back. Or this person seems because you're making moves that make them feel uncomfortable. I'm telling you. They don't feel like they have as many things in, in common with you. And they want you to come back down so they can feel more comfortable. It's, it's really an ego thing. So, you know, I want y'all to pay attention. Just look, look just pay attention to the people around you. And I'm not saying, oh, just cut, cut them off. Cut them off. It's toxic. Cut them off. I'm not saying that, man. That's drastic. But, you know, if you find a level of, of toxicity to a certain relationship, you don't necessarily cut them off. But, you know, you might want to create a little distance. Protect yourself. Take care of yourself. It's very important. Because, you know, if you ain't taking care of yourself, how are you going to take care of someone else? If you don't have it in your hands, how are you going to throw it in the air? I can keep rambling all night, man. I'm going to take two callers. One of them, my brother from Brownsville. I'm going to come to you. You're going to be the second one, brother. I'm going to come 214-2375. This is the eighth caller. Yeah, I'm going to do the eighth caller. 214-2375. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Peace. It's Dante. What's up? Ah, what's up, man? What's going on? Not too much. Just punch the clock on my way out, and all of them. Like you've been progressively getting on more fire. Like that last series was more fire than the last series. But this show right here, this show right here, a lot of people <laughs> might not get that reference. But I, I'm be one of them people. Like I appreciate your effort. I appreciate the time you put into prepping for this stuff, and I appreciate you disseminating it to other people because there's a lot of people out there feeling some kind of way, feeling you know, like I ducks in, in whatever situation they're in and they need to know that there's something else going on out there and like you were saying with the studying and the being honorable and you know, consistent there's a lot of people out there that want to be viewed in some sort of way but they don't want to put in the effort to to keep up you know, that opinion Yeah. and they, and they don't want to, you know, just around the, around the board, they want to be viewed as, you know, big man on campus, but they don't actually want to be the big man on campus. They just want people to look at them that way. And so it was just really refreshing to hear that. I know for me, and again, I appreciate the time you put into the current events too, because the gold, the gold thing is really wild to me as well as the stock market. So I just had a family member try to get me onto the Robin Hood thing right now. Um, I think it was last night. Gotta fly oh, yeah. oh yeah, they they all uh Fidelity Schwab, they all what do they do? No trading fees. They 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 took away all their fees and you used to have to have like a certain amount of money to open a brokerage account, a minimum. They 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 canceled all the minimums. They're about they're going all in right now. They're going all in. Which means pay attention and get out. <laughs> For real. Get out. <laughs> right. If you can still sell it, get yeah, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, you know, I'm not trying to take it all up. Let's let's get uh Daryl from Brownsville some time, but I appreciate you and uh keep up the good work. All right, man, appreciate you too, man. Thank you. 
and peace. Peace. I'm trying to holler at my brother Daryl from Brownsville. And dude? my my brother so L from um, Texas. Hey, how you doing? You know, you was real with the dilly on you know um on the illy with the drug dilly. You know how it got down back back then. But um you know um you chilly now, and it's still ill and um you know being fired from a job is not no big thing. You know, take care of your loved ones. You can always get a job. As I said before, you can push a boom. You can wash a plate. You could paint, you could bag up some garbage, you could cut some grass, any place in the world, you could shovel some snow, you could change a tire, you could do a lot of things, you know, um, all over the world that don't need any language. So being fired is not a big thing. But, um, you know, um, you said the employees, some people call them gatekeepers. You know, um, like you were talking last week, you know, they're ready for the smallest thing. But one thing, um, they got the credit freeze, and they got the credit, uh, um, they got um, credit freeze and credit, um, what's the other one besides credit freeze? Um, credit, um, but well, can you do that with um the business? No. Nope. Can you freeze the credit? Or, no. Oh, that's okay, a good right. question. Ah, that was cold. Um, no. So there's no Fair Debt Collection Practices Act for bi- Practices Act for business, and there's no Fair Credit Reporting Act for businesses, only for individuals. So if you burn up a business card okay. profile, it, it ain't no dispute. Ain't, I mean, good luck with that. Enjoy yourself. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm, I know you said something like you had two calls. You got any more besides this? Say what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got but any I'm more not, calls besides? I'm, Nah, I do, but I'm not taking no more calls. I love y'all, man. Appreciate you. I ain't, I ain't. You gonna be? You it? I'm out I love here. You too, man. I love you too. You know what I'm saying that, but um, one one thing I want to say, um, yeah, you know, you came real, you know, um, because a lot of people like they look down on people who parents and um who they come from like a, a tore up house, you know, but all of our houses are tore up, you know, um, when when I was delivering the mail. They had like the rich people stealing stuff. They had all type of levels. And I told this guy, I don't know who he was, but I said, yo, different levels to this stuff. And I told him a long time ago, he said, yo, I'm going to put that in the record. It might have been Myth Bleak, whatever his name is. Um, but anyway, um, from there, like, um, um, yo, um, it's a thing that, um, a record that I listened to. And it says, like, um, Clever, is that, is that, is that the, um, the loop? Is that the, um, the hook? Is it called Clever? Is that the thing? Is that the hook, the loop? What on a on a on what? When you when you like when you when it first come in on like eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time because it said like oh, Clever. No, I, I, <laughs> no, yeah, I don't I know. What, that was I like don't know the what they're saying in that sample. It's a sample. Um, but so see, I don't know. What I used to play music way. I used to play music way back. And like um, you know, like MC Clowning, and uh, no. but see what happened is like when you, uh, MC Clowning is like when you being for real. It's okay. um, and that, that's like back in the days. And like what you saying is like everything you say, like you know, because a lot of times you say you be driving, and then you say like you know, you be fading, like you know, dozing off. And um, as I said, like um, it's different um terminologies everybody use. But you say like yeah. um, employee 
And some people use like gatekeeper. That's their um, thing. But do you find them terms in the Black Law Dictionary? Yeah, yeah. Employee, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying employee, like, when you walk into a DMV and you go up to the counter, you're dealing with an employee. That's that's what I'm saying. How about gatekeeper? How about gatekeeper? You see that in the Black I mean, Law Dictionary? I mean, I ain't looked that up in the dictionary. No, gatekeeper? Not in the Black Law. I have not. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know me. I go hard. I go deep. That yo, oh, let, yo, right I told now. you about yo. Hold on, you know you know Riddick Bo, right? Yeah, yeah, he beat you. Know beat Mike Bo. Tyson, he upset Mike Tyson. Uh, Riddick Bo, nah, but yo, back in '88, I was trying to go to the Olympics, right? I was mm-hmm. like like 22. I was boxing at Best Side Boxing, and Riddick Bo came up to me. He asked me, "Yo, you want to spar with me?" And I told him, "Not yet," because see, I'm I'm weighing 147, hitting like a heavyweight. He's super heavyweight. Right, that's like 225 plus And I'm trying to get on the Olympic team But anyway, George Washington He trained like Mark Breland That's the guy before um, Riddick Bowe He trained like a few other champions And he called me Kentucky Fried Chicken I, And it took me 20 years to realize This dude wasn't making fun of me But you know what they call Muhammad Ali his, like, his, like his nickname? Well, no, what do they call him? They, they call him the Louisville Lip Because he's like from Louisville to Kentucky Mm-hmm and this guy called me Kentucky Fried Chicken. I thought he was making fun of me. It took me 20 years to realize this guy was giving me a compliment. Because mm-hmm. at 147, I'm talking the same stuff like Muhammad Ali, telling him what I'm going to do to you. And I'm proving it. And um, and I used to fight everybody in the gym. They used to have to take me out to the gym. They're like, yo, get out here. Like I, fight I don't care what weight they you at. 147, if I was like 15 and you were 16, I consider you old. And you remember like them Serena, them um them them, them um tennis players? And that young uh-huh. lady she beat that um the um Serena or her um Venus, she beat them. See, um a lot of times see young people they don't have nothing to do but just train all day long. Just like back there, Rock Chan and Shantae, uh she was like young, so she ain't had nothing to do but like rhyme all day. But the younger ones sometimes I feel like the older ones they don't get back because they're afraid of the younger ones. Because the younger ones are ripping to stretch. Um but anyway, um, from there, like, um, um, the, I'm trying to make a point. Like, uh, when it comes time to like, um, I kind of like, you know, got sidetracked because I don't talk like I used to. But like, um, you know, um, at getting like a heavyweight, and the guy called me Kentucky Fried Chicken, and he told me like, yo, I never see anybody boxing that. He told me I fight just like Muhammad Ali, you know. And I, I fought a lot of guys, but. Um, they never told me they was going to rob me. I thought guys support Sugar Ray Leonard. I wrote to Sugar Ray Leonard. When Sugar Ray Leonard, he didn't respond to me. Me and him used to go with the same girlfriend. And I told I told her, I said, I turned him from sweet to sour. <laughs> right? I turned him from sweet to sour. He named Sugar Ray Leonard. I turned him from sweet to sour. But listen, I love you, man. I know you got to get out of here. We're going to, um, you know, we're going to talk later, right? Yes. Yes, we're going to talk later, man. Okay. I love you as well, man. Appreciate you. Okay. You know, I appreciate you, too. Peace. All right. Yo, you heard from Sharif? Hold on. I'm going to bring you back. Hold on, man. <laughs> from who? From Yo. Sharif Ali? Yeah, 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 bring him on. Like, bring him on. See what's up with you. Want me, like that, you know? you want me to bring Sharif Ali on the show? Yeah, bring Sharif on. Just like, like yeah, yo, guest of parents, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'll hit him up. It's, I mean, I'll hit him up and see if he's down. 
That'd be funny. Yo, it's been four years, man. It's been four years I've been, like, listening to you, man. It's been four years? Man? I remember, yo, you, you, yeah, it's been four years because, like, yo, you used to, like, before you was quiet, man, you was, like, real quiet. You was, like, the groundhog, man. You saw your shadow, you, like, dealt back in, you know? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then what happened, yo, you just, like, talk on a, you, like, you, you flow, man. That, you know, I'm saying you flow. That, you know? Yeah, you know. Man, if it's but been anyway, four yeah, years, um, I should, I should, I better been, be. Right? It, it, yeah, uh, yeah, because when you first came in, man, like you was like, yo, you was like, uh, on un, like unheard of. You said, yo, you don't like to come out here in the public because it's like public, and um, you kind of like kept to yourself. You know, yeah. kept to yourself. Yeah, you know, the well, public now, is whack. I was now, already you know? in the public. That stuff is whack. Trust me, I know how it is, man. Like on a, you go into the train, you get on the train bus, you say excuse me, you tell the people excuse me, and they still got attitudes. You know, you say excuse me, and like you know, I know some people. It's that time of month, woman says friend, then you talk to woman. That's not my friend. That's my enemy. You know. Oh. All right. But yeah, I'm. A, I'll hit Sharif up, man. We'll see. We'll see what he says. Yeah, I just talked to him a couple of days. That would so. be that. That would be so lovely, you know. Just to, like you know him, like that, you know. Yo, how long, Leo? How long the foundation been going on now, right now? Hmm. I think I, I I think we coming up on three years in January. Three years. Wow. So you've been off. You've been off the vault for three years. Wow. Yeah, I, I did the vault for a little yeah. over a year. Yeah, that's like I said, four years. Yeah, because I remember I was doing the vault on Tuesdays and then was doing the foundation on Wednesdays. Cause I heard you, I, cause I came on to you like 2015. I remember like you know here, um, you know I was doing like the DEP, that's like the Department of Environmental Protection, Wars mm-hmm. Island over there, like um, up in Harlem. And I was like you know doing mobile patrols, and when I was like riding around. You know, um, the plant, you know, I was like, you know, listen to your in the vehicle. And, um, you know, that's how, like, you know, I came across. I was like on different platforms, like, you know, like the history thing. Yo, I, I believe in making money and then I can learn about history later. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's how I feel about it. Because the dudes I was listening to before you was like the history, you know, talk about the Moors and all that. That's, that's history. They ain't, they ain't making no money. You know, making money like that, you know, money talks and all that other stuff walks, you know? I ain't got to curse, you know, get my point across, you know? I ain't got to, yeah. you know? But listen, um, I love you, man. Do your thing, and uh, we're going to catch up with one another. All right, fam. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon, man. Love you, too. Okay. Enjoy yourself. I definitely, you, too. All right, fam. Peace. My man says, Sharif Ali, I did, wow. Uh... Yeah, I mean, Sharif and I are still cool. Um, I'm going to hit him up. I'm definitely going to hit him up. I appreciate y'all, man. Yo, look. Man, my man said it's been like four years. I believe him. Because um, I feel like I've been doing this for about three years. The foundation has been about three years. Um, so... It's been a minute, man. It, you know, it must be love, y'all. Aww. But no, for real. Um, 
I appreciate y'all. I respect y'all. I love y'all. Y'all the reason why I do this is straight up. I'm telling you, and I say it all the time. I've been all over the world, and the people who look like me were in the lowest economic position everywhere I went, and it really got whack. It got so extra for me. And, you know, I'm not the type of person that can just, you know, see something like that and not do something about it when I know that I can. And that's just what it is. So here is the foundation. Um, I appreciate y'all checking out the show. I appreciate y'all listening to me ramble and wax poetic about, you know, these three key rules of a successful trustee I'm dead serious though I'm not playing not pulling no punches not worried about your ego not trying to make you feel good about yourself just telling the straight up truth speaker of truth and you know we gotta get it right if we're gonna do this otherwise we wasting our time I wanna say peace to all the people who called in I wanna say peace to all the people who listen to the show peace to everyone who sent in you know emails well wishes I wanna say shout out to my guy Big brother Yusuf L. And I just want y'all to have a great week, man. Enjoy the rest of your week. You know, we stay on top of current events, not so we can be anxious and depressed about what's going on, but so that we can make the correct moves. And with the correct knowledge and the correct structures and the correct know how, we can make the correct moves. And that's what it's about. Y'all want to holler at me? You can email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. You want to set up a consultation? You want to get into trustee training? Anything like that. Let's holler. Let's talk about it. Um, you need any help grabbing some gold? You want to get your hands on some silver? You know, I got I got connections and I got resources. Am I the end all be all? Nah, man, but I can hook you up. Set you off in the right direction. So, with that being said, welcome to the foundation.com. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com as the email. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Have a great week. Ten things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep. It's very important. And, um, you know, I'll catch y'all next week right here on the Foundation on High Frequency Radio. Peace to the gods. We're going to stand all the way live. High Frequency Radio.